Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by GoDaddy. Who else you want to play with? Um, in today's game, no, this isn't today's game, but Steph Curry. Yeah, that's the one. Steph Curry's the one that yeah. I want to play with, for sure. So that was on season five of The Shop back in 2022, but it's certainly relevant today. This is NBA Today presented by GoDaddy, where we start our show with breaking news. Over a secretive 24-hour window prior to the trade deadline last Thursday, the Golden State Warriors, they made a bid for LeBron James in a move that would have paired him with longtime rival Steph Curry. That's what sources told our Adrian Wojnarowski and Ramona Shelburne. The unsuccessful bid did include owner-to-owner conversations, and when the biggest stars in the sport are being discussed in potential trades, that means we need the heavy hitters. That is why Woj is here with us. And Woj, the fact that this was discussed at an owner-to-over level, to me, that's one thing. But you're reporting that it didn't just stop there. That seems significant. So take us inside what these talks actually looked like, please. Yeah, Malika, about through a a 24-hour approximately period, owner-to-owner Joe Lacob and Jeannie Buss, the general managers, Rob Polinka, Mike Dunleavy Jr., and then Rich Paul, LeBron James' agent uh, with Clutch Sports, uh, brought into this. And Draymond Green, who uh, you have seen him recruit before. This was different. This was a much shorter window. And I think Draymond Green, hey, listen, he was one of the people who really encouraged Golden State ownership uh, to pursue this. And I think what makes this a unique situation, different than you know, a general manager just calling and the call being over in five minutes when you're told the player's not available was that Jeannie Buss told Joe Lacob when he asked if LeBron James essentially was unhappy enough or if there was something there that would make him available for a trade that Jeannie Buss uh, instructed him to ask Rich Paul, mm. ask his agent, ask his representation uh, where LeBron James stood on that. Now, part of that Jeannie Buss is somebody who her ownership style is to want her key players, her superstars, to be happy, to want to be there. But the fact that uh, Jeannie Buss sent the Warriors, and it was both Joe Lacob and Mike Dunleavy, to Rich Paul on this, it made it a little, it put it on a different level. And ultimately, you know, Rich Paul, obviously speaking for LeBron James, said that they would not be interested in this. And that was the end of it. Putting it on a bigger level, that's really intriguing to me. Woj, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA. So big stars we're talking about in a since fizzled trade talks. That means we have big stars in the studio. We have Shanae Gumake, Brian Windhorst, Kendrick Perkins sporting a little bit of a Valentine's Day tie there. Shout out to Big Larry. Shout out to Big Larry. <laughs> Shout out to Big Larry. But I want to say, y'all know this, right? We don't typically start our show talking about trades that didn't actually happen but this is different and it's not just different because it's LeBron James and Steph Curry why Brian well first off why did it take 24 hours for this to say no 
So if this was nothing, like, you know, there's all kinds of trade conversations. Hey, are you interested in moving so-and-so? Nope, thanks for calling. All right, see you at All-Star Weekend. Why did it take 24 hours? That's number one that's interesting. Number two that's interesting, why did Draymond Green know to reach out to Rich Paul, his agent? Why? Now, we all saw LeBron with the emojis and with the passive-aggressive stuff. Like, the Warriors saw that, and the Warriors also had behind-the-scenes stuff. Why was... Draymond Green wasn't acting alone. Why did Draymond Green go out with that knowledge just to, just to test the waters? Now, in talking to people on the LeBron side, it was never close. You know, LeBron was a no on this, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's a number of different reasons why it's a no. But I think that we can take something away from this, that, that the fact that it was a conversation is relevant. And I also think that the Lakers are in a stronger position today than before this happened. I know that might be hard to why? explain why, because... Um, LeBron, we had his option, and he hasn't declared why he's going to pick it up yet, and right. he won't even really talk about it. The Lakers now know that LeBron had an opportunity to like pursue something and said, no, I want to be a Laker. I want to be in L.A. Whether it took him 24 hours or 24 minutes, he said no. So the Lakers now have that, and it, it almost backs up the Lakers' decision to not do anything at the trade deadline, and it takes them into the draft where they have this Bronny James situation, which we're not real sure on, knowing that they've got LeBron having said yes and, and are almost kind of de facto recommitting to the franchise. It feels like there are, there are layers to this that we are peeling back here, Perk. Oh, it's a few layers. It's a few layers. And, and listen, let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. If they were willing to try to get LeBron James and go to State, who were they trying to give up? Clay. Oh, they was trying to give up Clay. They was trying to give up Clay. That's not, an unspoken not, thing. That no, I'm just saying, not, right. not Clay who's going to have a statue in front of Orca Arena or Chase Arena. Not that Clay Thompson. Well, we're talking who, about LeBron. Uh, okay, so my, my point exactly. So when, we, when, we, when I was bringing this up and I was saying that, hey, you know what? It's, so Clay is not, you know, a guy that's untouchable, right? When it comes to a certain player. Right, it's certain players around the league that they've been willing to trade Klay Thompson for. That's number one. Number two, LeBron James, he couldn't have taken that. Right, no way in hell he could go to Golden State. His goat conversation would be over when it comes to him and Michael Jordan. The Jordan fans would be smiling from ear to ear. Now. Do I ever want to see LeBron and Steph pair up? Yes, but not under them circumstances. There's no way. They're going to pair up this summer on Team USA. Please. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm talking about in the NBA. I'm talking about in the league competing for an NBA championship. But there's no way in hell LeBron James could have took that opportunity or said yes to that trade and went down to Golden State and paired up with Steph Curry to compete for a championship. No look, way. Look, that was it, a lose-lose situation. I think the key thing here is that it's 24 hours instead of a, you know, call, hello, goodbye. Right. And that means those whispers, that little tiny window of conversation, at USA, they could – reopen back up. But overall, my biggest takeaway here is more on the Golden State side. To me, this implicitly said, as Warriors, we're not enough. I know we debate the dynasty all the time, but if you have Draymond Green, who, by the way, he probably would not make these calls by himself. Steph no had to be aware. No way. Steph yes. had to be of aware. Of course you're right. Absolutely. Draymond also has the better relationship with Steph would say, hey, go ahead and make this call, push this way, see if this is possible. We saw the hourglass, like, is there an opening here? This shows that Steph and Draymond are aware that they need more. They need more star power. And yes, I see Perk perking up because it means, like, is Clay a part of this? We already heard within the last 48 hours that Clay publicly said, I'm willing to take a lesser role. 
I think these pieces are all coming together. Uh, it may not amount in a LeBron James, but over the offseason, it may change uh, to somewhere now just else. Let me, let me frame something real quick. There was no official offer. So the Warriors right. could they look you in the eye the and they could say, we never offered Clay Thompson. But obviously, if you begin the process, you have to know what you're going to be willing to offer. Absolutely. And it's a business. It's a business. And that's the same thing I talked about months ago for far as emotions, getting your emotions out the way and making business decisions was best for the organization. Right. And it goes the same way for Clay Thompson. Now, he came out and said that he's willing to take a lesser role. I wasn't under the impression that he was willing to take a lesser role because if he was, then he actually would have took the contract extension that he was offered this past offseason. But then he had to play and realize why he needed to take a lesser role. Well, and also, you know, we've already seen his role diminishing. He hasn't been playing in the the full closing minutes. There's been a question of whether or not he will continue to start. All of those things. His role is diminishing in front of his eyes, and so it's nice to see an acceptance on of this that. team. Sure, on but this team. With the Golden State Warriors, like Chene made an important point. This says something about the state of Golden State. It also said Malika that they had nothing else at the trade deadline. It did <laughs> you know, this say was that. kind of a dead it trade deadline. It said that. And there was nothing going on. They had no other <laughs> trades. They're like, hey, let's go for the Hail Mary. But you know as, ba- as well as I do that when you see something like this for now and you talk about June 29th being the day that LeBron James has to make a decision on his player option, it's not just LeBron. It's that, okay, is Golden State here going big game hunting in the future? That's one question. And another question is what does this signify to the rest of the league about the state of LeBron? James, where he is thinking about all of this. There's no better person to ask that than our Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, what does this signify to the rest of the league? Listen, I, I think this was a very unique circumstance. And of course, there, there's no franchise out there that would love to get involved uh, with LeBron James. But at this point in his career, uh, listen, I'm told his focus is still on remaining with the Lakers and that the Lakers believe that. And they're going to be able to go out in the offseason and be able to maybe be involved in some much bigger trade discussions than they could have at the trade deadline. And there'll be some bigger players available than there were now. But it's something that Brian and the group talked about here of what would a trade look like. They never discussed any players. It never got to the point where either side presented what, like what trade scenario would have appealed to them And it's very possible, listen, the Golden State, in their mind, they certainly had a package they would be willing to offer. But the Lakers may have asked for much more than Golden State would have wanted if it even got there. And there's no guarantee, even if they ever talked out of trade, they would have gotten there. You know the Lakers would have wanted Jonathan Kaminga. They would have wanted the picks. Mm -hmm. And so, again, just because they danced around with each other a little bit here, doesn't mean that there was just an easy deal to be made. Uh, This all happened in the 11th hour, you know, really within 36 hours or so of the trade deadline. It's hard to get all those pieces in place uh, and to have somebody mentally ready of LeBron James's uh, stature to say, okay, I'm going to sign off on something like this. He wasn't. And, And for the Lakers to wrap their arms around it, but the Warriors made a run at it. And the fact that They had their owner make the first call uh, before their general manager even did it and went owner to owner, which happens more in this league than people know. Absolutely, Uh, There are more and more owners who are engaged in that way. But uh, the fact that this was more than one conversation back and forth and the fact that Jeannie Buss didn't just say no, 
She said, talk to Rich Paul about this. Right. And, and though that leaves me with that being the takeaway in all of this is that this is, an, is a window into LeBron James's thinking that we hadn't gotten before. Perk, last word on this well, now. Well, another relationship that we got to take in consideration is that the relationship with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Sure. They're both represented by Rich Paul, and AD and Braun are real close. Like, that's, that's something that you have to – like, Braun is not going to just bounce on AD. Well, and that's what Woj is reporting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everything that we're seeing now is saying that, okay, they, he is committed to building around and with this Los Angeles I'm just Lakers putting – he reporting, I'm just putting the A on this report. Oh, see, thank you. <laughs> Perk, this is – we appreciate you for that. Woj, I'm going to put you. that on my fridge, Perk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just stick it right on up there. All right, coming up on NBA Today, we're going to continue with this. Could the fantasy of LeBron and Steph pairing up actually become a reality this summer? The Warriors, they're not the only team who could be interested if there was a potential LeBron sweepstakes. That's a big if, though. Plus, the leader of the Red Hot Cavaliers, Donovan Mitchell. He is joining Spida. NBA's Spida himself. Find out where he ranks himself among the NBA's best. And after the Bucks, they got blitzed by a shorthanded Heat team. Perk, do you actually believe in this team inside Milwaukee? Want the real answer? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. NBA Today is presented by GoDaddy. Tools and support for every small business first. Six games on the NBA slate last night, but we're going to start with the latest development in New York City. The Knicks are filing a protest with the NBA to dispute the 105-103 loss to the Rockets. That was on Monday. Now remember, Crew Chief Ed Malloy said right after the game that it was an incorrect call that was made. So, Perk, do you think this gets reversed? It should. I mean, the, <laughs> the evidence is there. He admitted, right? He had the wire on him. He went into the room and admitted that they got it wrong. Why shouldn't it be? It will not be reversed. I think should and will are two different things. It's only happened six times in NBA. You want to bet? That it's I'll bet reversed. whatever you want. <laughs> Ooh, I like this. All right, from one borough to another, the Celtics, they were in Brooklyn. Tatum dropped 41 in a win. Boston is now 30 games over 500. That is the fastest they've reached that mark since Perks 08 title team. Today, are there some trophies that are coming to Boston? Oh, yeah. It can not only be the NBA Finals, they win it all, but it also is, when are we going to start saying JT for MVP, best player, best team? And it's it like out of the Yeah, that works. That's the best part. <laughs> all right. right. From one number one seed to the other, the Timberwolves, they beat the Trailblazers on Tuesday. Anthony Edwards had 41 points. Brian 
How important is it for the Wolves to hold on to that top spot? Well, it's important because they haven't won a playoff series since Ant was in diapers. And if you think I'm making a joke, <laughs> I'm not. 2004. Although I don't know when he started potty training, so I don't know, I guess, for 100%. But they need <laughs> offense. Okay. They need offense. They have great defense. They are going to need performances like this from him occasionally in the postseason, and he's up to it. On to Milwaukee, where the Heat, they had a wire-to-wire victory versus the Bucks. They won 123-97. to So now they are 3-6 and six under Doc Rivers. The Bucks also failed to reach 100 points in a home game for the first time this season. Giannis. He had zero free throws in a game for the first time since last February. Let's take a look at the numbers here because the Heat, they torched the Bucks. Their 26-point win gives the Bucks their worst home loss of the season. Doc Rivers has coached the Bucks for nine games, right? Two of their three 20-point losses have come since he took over here. So, Perk, you said that the Bucks game against the Denver Nuggets, that was on Monday, that was a must-win game, and they did win, yeah, right? Yeah, And then they got waxed by the Miami Heat. Yeah. So is this just one game? Is this something? Is it nothing? Oh, it's everything. They're pretenders. That's what you're asking me, of, is that if they're contenders or pretenders. They're pretenders. And here's why. I look at a young team in Minnesota, and I watch them go into – Crypto.com Arena, and they stunk. Well, they gave the Clippers a spanking, okay? And then they traveled and went to Portland on the back-to-back, and they went and got a dove, handled their business in great fashion. This same situation with Milwaukee, you get a great win against the Denver Nuggets. You don't have to travel. You stay at home, and all of a sudden Miami Heat come in there with no Jimmy Butler, and they smack you on your home court. It's a mentality. It's a mentality. You know that these back-to-backs are coming up. And you know how – so being in the Doc Rivers locker room, Doc used to always preach look ahead, meaning look at the schedule, make sure you do the necessary things you need to do, make sure you hold yourself accountable, get your work in, get your treatment in, be prepared because of this stretch that we're about to have, and let's get both of them. Okay, Perk, if we're going to look at the schedule, can we also look at the standings? Because – you have to give Doc Rivers room to cook. And in this small nine-game sample size, and you look at the standings, they have really a great opportunity, even as they're trying to find their identity, to lock up third. If they're able to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and right their wrongs, they're right up there. And look, look, because, like, honestly, the two teams below them, the Knicks and the 76ers, are dealing with health and availability. The Pacers have a couple games, you know, off of them. And so they're pretty much firmly locked into this two or three best or worst case scenario. And in Doc Rivers' short tenure, I looked it up, they're 10th in defense and they're the best fast break defense in the NBA. Don't you know Coach Rivers coaches defense? So it's going to take a little while for them to really find their form. (laughs) But if they're able to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, you're not a pretender, you're a contender. See, see, this is the thing, right? Doc is is an offensive genius, okay? He always have somebody on the sideline that's going to be his defensive coordinator, okay? So this is a teacher moment. I'm giving you free game. See, when we was in Boston, he had – he was the offensive coordinator. Tibbs ran the defense. That's why we were so good. He hired Coach Dave Yeager. We know his resume when he was with Marcus Gasol and Zach Randolph with the Memphis Grizzlies. So, Nate, they were number two in the Eastern Conference when they fired their coach. Like, the standards with the Milwaukee Bucks and actually watching the game and seeing the eye test and their mentality. Well, isn't that why they got Bev, though? Yeah, but... Right? But, to hold them but, accountable but what, defensively? But, but what I'm saying is... And you is, did say here you on don't, the show you don't go from You don't go from here to here 
overnight. And I gave you an example of a young team that's trying to prove themselves that are proving themselves in the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a mentality that you have to have. You can go back to the Golden State Warrior days, right, when they were winning championships. They, they had some of the best back-to-back -back records in the league because it was a mental thing. So that win versus the Nuggets doesn't give you anything. Well, so I'm here's, where I'm, here's where, I'm, here's where I'm, I'm, I'm with you is that I, I, I think that the Denver Nuggets win, it, I mean, we're talking about the second night of a back-to-back. I'm not putting anything more than this is one game into the game against the Miami Heat specifically. And I think this is something, not because of the Miami Heat game, but because when we do see the Milwaukee Bucks lose, it's the same issue over and over. That really doesn't have, like, the Miami Heat game is not what convinced me of that, Brian. It's just that when they lose, this, these are their issues, and that's what concerns there me. There are some indications, like Chanae just talked about, where their defense is improving. Their yep. offense is also backslid which is why all of a sudden we're seeing a little bit of lopsided stuff because their offense was so great before that even when they didn't defend, they were in every game. So their process is a little bit better. But, Perk, I, I can't present a strong case right now to disagree with you because the, the record is the record. I'm sort of going on blind faith at just a little bit of improvement, but I'm not, I haven't made up my mind yet about where the Bucks are going. Have they? <laughs> I, mean I mean, I just... I'd like to sit here and say that's definitely getting better, and there's some fingerprints of that, but I can't for sure say that. Malika, what I think, what I think we have to ask ourselves is, what are their expectations? Seriously, the like, NBA finals. Re realistically, you you have Dame and you have Giannis. You brought back the other guys. Brooke Lopez was one of the most yeah. attractive free agents in the offseason. You get back Chris Middleton. Like, what are their expectations? So if, if it is the finals then we can't look at this team and say that this team is a, a team that we expect to be in the finals. That is a true statement. I can't, like... There's a lot of truth. It doesn't have uh, to be that way in, the, in February, Perk, but what yeah. you just said is here's not what I know. true. All of these statements I actually believe are true. The question of whether or not they add up to your conclusion, that's what only time will tell, right? But I do know that Doc Rivers is going to be coaching at least at All-Stars this uh, weekend. Well, Doc, I love you, man. I'm but, just, I mean, guys, that is the coaching I'm watching. I'm watching for Stephen A. Smith and Shannon <laughs> Sharp coaching the Celebrity Game Friday on ESPN and the app. Our coverage begins at 7 Eastern from Lucas Oil Stadium. Perk, you should be on sidelines. For what? <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on NBA Today, why one phone call between the Warriors and the Lakers has the entire NBA asking, could this be the most important summer for LeBron since the decision we discussed? And hey, Chine, who's, who's the biggest star in Orlando since Mickey? I mean, clearly this guy, right? <laughs> in honor of Shaq's jersey retirement with the Magic, we've got his loudest, wildest, most memorable plays in Orlando. And a little ode to Valentine's Day, a little ode to love, or really just the idea of LeBron and Steph pairing up. Perk, he reveals his big list of matchmaking. You're not going to want to miss the connection. Yeah, this list is a little different. <laughs> <laughs> with everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's great that... We can see how far we've, we've came and how much work we still have to do. But it's awesome. The world can see us in a positive light. Whatever we can do as black men and black women to educate our young guys and young girls about what it is to be a black person in this world is very important. LeBron James and the Lakers, they were hosting the Pistons last night. Remember, this was Spencer Dinwiddie's debut with Los Angeles as well. So we're going to pick this one up in the first quarter. The Lakers up six here. D'Angelo Russell, nice block. The Lakers looking to run here a little bit. Austin Reeves finds a cutting LeBron James for the slam. Woo! Let's take another look at that. What a jam from LeBron. Gosh, it's hard to believe that he's doing this at 39. This is the second quarter. Lakers up nine. That one didn't go. Anthony Davis. Gets the rebound, a nice little outlet pass to LeBron James. Lakers, they were up by 23 at the half. And then the fourth quarter, this is just for good measure. The Lakers up 17, LeBron inbounds it, and then sinks the corner three. James finished with 25 points, eight assists. The Lakers, they get the win here. Now LeBron, he put up another 25-point night that extended his double-digit scoring streak to 1,200 games. It's the longest streak in the league history which is 334 games longer than the second. And, you know, if you're just wondering who has the next longest active streak, it's Joel Embiid at 169 games. Oh, my God. Now, the Lakers have been a hot topic today, thanks in part to the reporting <laughs> of one senior writer, Ramona Shelburne, who reported alongside Adrian Wojnarowski that the Warriors called the Lakers to try to put a deal together for LeBron James. How close did this come to actually happening, Ramona? The Warriors were very serious about trying to pursue LeBron James. Like, they, they felt that there might have been an opening there with the tweets, with some of the public comments, and they felt that if they could convince him and the Lakers to even discuss this, to, to get to that stage, that if they could get LeBron James on their team, they could win a championship. Now, hmm. that's not saying they can't win a championship with what they have right now. They've been playing really well lately, but... LeBron is LeBron, and they just had played him in that double overtime game, that epic double overtime game. Right. And it, it, it's kind of saying something about the boldness of the Warriors to make that call. Because you could argue there's 28 other teams that should have made that call, right? 28 other teams. We only know of two that did. The, sec- the Sixers and the Warriors. To have the, to have the boldness to do something like that. Right. But that's been a hallmark of the Warriors for their entire dynastic run. They're the team that said, you know what, let's get Kevin Durant. Because why not? Maybe right. we can. Exactly. And the fact that the call wasn't just no click, 
that potentially says something. But I know the trade deadline, it is coming and gone. Yeah. LeBron James is still a member of the Los Angeles Lakers, but he has a decision to make. He has to decide by June 29th whether or not he wants to pick up his option yep. with the Los Angeles Lakers. So is this story over? I don't think it's over, and I think this is exactly the way that the that LeBron James wants his career to go. He's always played it this way. He, this is the, an aberration for him not to have leverage going into off seasons, not to have player options. That he's since he's been in Los Angeles, he hasn't been in this position. But throughout his entire career, he's always had that option to go elsewhere, so that he puts maximum pressure on teams to make sure that they have a championship squad around him. Then there's the added variable, Bronny and which team he might play for if he goes into the league this summer. And so we were already going to have this conversation, as Brian pointed out. Yep. You got me on that earlier, Brian, when you said LeBron and Steph have talked about playing together and they want to play for Steve Kerr in the Olympics. How much fun is that going to be at the Olympics if he has not recommitted to the Lakers yet? Braun and Steph play together in the Olympics yep. for Team USA under Steve Kerr. They have all summer to talk. I mean, I, I think that's that's the story of this summer, which is he has a decision to make, which is staggering mm. at the age of 39. But we've never seen him yeah. not be under contract. Since he's been with the Los Angeles Lakers, yeah. he's never not agreed to a contract. He has never tested the waters Correct. of what being a free agent could look like. And potentially, this is the summer we could see that. And, and everything we know about LeBron says he wants to be a Laker, wants to stay in Los Angeles. Including what Woj said at the top of the show. Correct. And I, I still believe that to be true. But let's just see what happens. Because, yeah. as you know, what's the, the saying? You don't know if you don't make the call. Exactly. And as you continue to add ingredients to this, Ramona, you know as mm -hmm. well as I do, you have to think back. And remember, in season five of The Shop, LeBron was asked <laughs> what current player he would most want to play with. And his mm -hmm. answer makes you wonder if there could be some more discussions coming up. Take a listen. Who else do you want to play with? Um, in today's game, man, this is in today's game, but Steph Curry. Yeah, that's the one. Steph Curry's the one Steph. that I want to play with, for sure. All right, so although LeBron said no this time around, we know that playing with Steph is something, at least he said at one point, <clears throat> Ryan, that maybe it's something he wants to do. So what do you think he does this, this summer? I think it's likely that he opts out of that contract, not because he wants to leave the Lakers. I do think he will eventually opt out of that contract to just give himself options, most likely contract options with the Lakers. We can sign back for multiple years. But if you are an unrestricted free agent, then things are going to be, be brought to you, especially if you're LeBron. Now, several times when he was in Cleveland, he was, he'd opted out of deals and then just re-signed with Cleveland because that was the best thing to do. Right. And that's probably what's going to happen here. And the way he said no to this and the fact that the Lakers can pay him more money than anybody else by a lot, mm -hmm. all of that factors in him staying. But I would be remiss not to say that he, I do expect him to have options. And I do expect, as we've seen, teams to try to come at him to try to pry him away. Right. I, it's kind of impossible to know exactly what LeBron James is thinking, particularly without seeing the, the results of the playoffs this year. I feel like that has to weigh into all of this if he sees a path forward because he knows that winning is the most important thing. But I also know that there are plenty of teams that would want the NBA's all-time leading scorer playing for their franchise next season, right? So for that, let's bring in our ESPN front office insider, Bobby Marks. Bobby, what teams actually could pursue LeBron over the summer? Well, Malika, real quick, before we get to Philadelphia, if I was Jeannie <laughs> Buss, I would, have, um, I would have asked about Steph Curry. I would have probably had a little Fair. bit of front office humor here and said, hey, is Steph Curry available if you're calling about LeBron James? So just a little bit of a, a tidbit there. But let's start with Philadelphia here. That's the cleanest, right? That's the team we've talked about. 
$60 million in cap space. They can go out and sign LeBron James outright if he did opt out of that contract. Remember, they have their own first round pick right now. They could potentially draft Bronny James and then sign LeBron James in free agents here. The next team is New York. And now here's where things get a little bit of complicated. If you are a team like the Knicks and you are interested in LeBron James and vice versa, the best thing to do is for James to opt into that contract and then work out a trade. You certainly have you know, tradable pieces like Julius Randle and Bojan Bogdanovic. They've got eight first round picks. Opting out and becoming a free agent, they do not have the cap space to go sign him outright. Opting in makes it a lot much easier here. And then if you guys have talked about Golden State here, they do not have cap space to sign him outright. Clay Thompson is a free agent. They still have Chris Paul, Andrew Wiggins. The best direction is for James wants to get to Golden State would be to opt into that contract and then ask to, to be traded to Golden State because signing trades get complicated. We're talking about the hard cap, all these different ramifications here as far as if he becomes a free agent. One more thing here from a financial angle. If he does become a free agent, he is on the same level playing field the Lakers are with other teams. He can only sign a three-year contract with yep. the Lakers, and he can only sign a three-year contract with any of the other teams that have cap space. Bobby Marks, the best in the business. Thank you for breaking yes. all of that down for us. I know, that's not hyperbole. Thank you so very much. Um, Perk, I do want to throw up, the, that was, there was a lot of information on your screens there, so I want to throw yeah. that up and, and cycle it through again so everyone can make sure we all understand what the options are here on the table. But Perk, I ask you, is the best path for LeBron James? We know he cares about winning number five. Is it to stay in L.A.? It is. And, and look, I understand, right, we throwing all this out. Oh, can he go play with Steph? What about Philly? What about going down there and play with Big Body Bronson in, in, in New York, the Big Apple? But, Put up what that would look but, like, please. The, but but what, if, what, what if other players want to actually get to L.A. and play with LeBron James, right? I would not be surprised. Look, matter of fact, you mark this day down, February the 14th, 2024. Ooh, yes. I'm saying it right now. Do not be surprised if the Lakers go out and go get a young superstar this offseason. I'm telling you this right now, okay? Reporting live. <laughs> I'm Kendrick Perkins yeah. for ESPN. Yeah. Look, yeah, I love since, we're, since we're talking about February 14th, what day is it? It's Valentine's Day, and we're talking about options, right? And when you think about love, this is where I see LeBron James and the Lakers. They, You know those heart-shaped candies? Uh-huh, the ones that say, the ones, be mine. Do you love me? Do you love me yeah. not? This is what we're sort of watching in a back and forth. Well, you know, front office Lakers, do you love me? And LeBron's like, do you love me not? We see a committed relationship right now for the first time. That's what you're watching. And I love that because now it's not just, okay, will LeBron look elsewhere? He's actually demonstrating to ownership, this is where I want to be. Now, the back and forth amongst owners was interesting, but now we see that there is love for LeBron James, and I would sooner see someone join him than see him go elsewhere. The first thing I thought about when I saw this story from Ramona and Woj was Draymond Green's wedding two summers ago when they were all standing there holding the four. If I had showed LeBron this photo in 2018 or 2016, he'd have slapped the phone out of my hand. <laughs> but I will say that that is fascinating, and, you know, I would never rule out it entirely. I know what Perk says about his legacy. I don't think LeBron makes decisions based on his legacy. But what I do know is that, <laughs> yeah, come on, Perk, he doesn't care. He don't his legacy is It's set. secure. No, 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 no. We, no, 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 no. We, his legacy is cemented. 
But we're talking about the GOAT conversation. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that is so subjective, though. I don't know that anyone you know, ever is walking I'm not sure about that. What I'm saying is I'm not sure that winning a fifth ring is the most important thing to him. Okay. Being with his family, being in Los Angeles, his son Bryce is going to be a senior in high school next year. Those things matter. And so, like... Yeah, he wants the Lakers to be the best they possibly can. Yeah, I'm sure he loves the idea of, of you know, pairing up with those guys. But I also think that winning a championship, it's important to him, but it may not be the most important but, thing to him. But, Wendy, we talk about all the subliminals that he's been shooting out towards the Lakers in his frustration, the, the clock, uh, whatever the emoji Our, is. That was for yeah. them to do something, not for but, him to but, leave. But, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Stay with me today, okay? I'm trying to be nice. The, my thing is, is this, right? He's shooting that out there. Why? Because he wanted the, them to make a move for the team to do what? Get better so that he could have what? A better opportunity of winning a championship. Sure. It matters to that man. Well, I understand. Yeah, it, he could have signed in Philadelphia in 2018. If the Lakers have tight. a pathway this summer. They didn't move on from those picks. Now they have three tradable that's picks right. that's, over that's the important. summer. That's important. And so now well, they, she's they have, backing you up, Perk. Yeah, they, they have more options this summer to get better. And 20, mark it down, Malika. Write it down. Yeah, February, uh, February 14, 2024. From sources yeah. from Perk. I promise I didn't plan this segue this way when we're talking about what LA could want and need. But Donovan Mitchell, he is joining NBA today as the Cavaliers continue to climb in the Eastern Conference. And you know who was on the Cavs the last time they were this hot, right? Oh, one, Mr. Richard Jefferson. So I challenge RJ and Donovan to a little game, a little my team versus your team. That's coming up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I'm not sleeping on the cab, Liz. I'm snoring. I'm snoring. Let him know. Let him know. What a kick out, Niang. We finally found our identity and who we are, what we can be. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by GoDaddy. Donovan Mitchell has been balling this season. He's putting up career numbers as not only a scorer, but also a distributor. And then defensively as well. I caught up with the Cavs star ahead of tonight's game. 
Joining us now, five-time All-Star Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, thank you so much for stopping by NBA Today. I appreciate you guys having me again. Thank you. Of course. Your Cavs are one of the hottest teams right now in basketball. You've won 16 of the last 18. Considering all that, playing some of the best that you've played in your career, this is one of the most interesting and wide-open MVP races that we've seen. Do you think that you should be brought up more in that conversation? Most definitely. I think it's a product of, you know, the way we finished last season in the playoffs. Mm. I think we kind of, you know, I think not just myself in the MVP race, but also the the Cavs in general. So uh, do I feel like I belong there? I definitely do. I feel like I'm top three. I'm definitely there. But ultimately, you know, to get there, you have to continue to win. You're such a student of the game. I imagine that you've watched back that playoff series against the New York Knicks time and time again. I'm past it. You know, I kind of said that, I think, to start the season. You know, you can't, you, you can use it as fuel, you know what I mean? Um, but I think the biggest thing is how do we grow beyond that? Cavs fans, they are so excited watching you play night in and night out, seeing what they're seeing on the floor. And then they go to bed kind of worried that maybe you're not going to be there long term. What would you say mm -hmm. to those Cavs fans? Man, at the end of the day, I'm focused on winning. You know, I tell, I tell that at the beginning of the year, the biggest thing is how can we win? Um, and it just goes without saying, like, whatever situation brings winning, you know, that's kind of my, been my, my biggest thing. And, you know, people are always going to have it's going to be a topic of conversation. No matter what I say to you here, Malik, it's going to yeah. be something that's talked about. But ultimately, we can just focus on what we can control uh, and be the best team we can be. Absolutely. Well, controlling what I can control is not whether or not Richard Jefferson is on the show. Unfortunately, he is here. Okay. feels like if Richard's here... 2016 Cavs. We have Donovan here in the 2024 Cavs. Can we play a little game, Rich? What? what yeah. Because I, I get to use my uh. game show voice and then I get excited. Are you ready? <laughs> we, we got a couple of stats here that I want to throw up, but I want you guys to guess. Do these relate to the 2016 Cavaliers or do they relate to Richard Jefferson's 2016 title Cavaliers, right? All right, first up, which team had the longer winning streak, do you think? Oh, their team. We were we were mess around and find out. That's that's who we were. What do you think, Don? Def definitely us. Definitely yep. us. Ding ding ding. That nine game winning streak is definitely the winner here. All right. Who had the highest scorer? The highest scorer, the 2016 Cavs or the 20 to 2023-2024 Cavs? 23-20 uh 23-24. I wanna Cavs. say us. Yeah. I wanna say us because LeBron and Kyrie kinda had to split yeah, a little bit. Uh, ding ding ding. You guys are good. This is all right. Look at that. There's Don up there once again. Just yeah. slight edge over Braun. All right. Well, what about this one? Which team had more technical fouls? Oh. Oh. What do you think, Donovan? I want to say us because Max Struess <laughs> just screaming all the time. I might, it might be us. I, I like Struess, but I, I, look, I'm going to lean with us. Technicals. Wait, Which wait, one was it? Give us something. Which one was it? Nope, Donovan's ah, ready again. 26 texts to 18 texts. All right. Max together. Max together, probably Max. had like 20 of those. I'll give you guys one more. <laughs> one more, all right? Which team had more bald guys? Oh. Oh, definitely, um, definitely 15-16. Uh, 15-16 had more Are bald guys. Are we including Braun as oh, well? You were say that. I knew you were going to say that. I was not going to include Braun in this. I knew you were going to bring that up. Just the one. Just Richard <laughs> Jefferson. Zero bald players. Jared Allen counts for... <laughs> <laughs> Richard's so amused. What, you splitting hairs on Ron that? should be included in that. That's splitting hairs. <laughs> Donovan, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. We will see you in Indianapolis. I appreciate you guys. Thank appreciate you so much. Appreciate you, brother. Be sure to check out Donovan in tonight's doubleheader, the Cavs. They host the Bulls at 7.30 Eastern. And then, Steph and the Warriors, they host the Clippers. Remember, Kawhi Leonard is out tonight. 
but it's still going to be a great game. NBA Countdown gets it all started at 7 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. All right, so last night in Orlando, Shaquille O'Neal, he hit his number 32 jersey raised to the Raptors. He's the first player in Magic history to receive the honor, and they are the third team to retire Shaq's number, joining the Lakers and, of course, the Heat. So during his four seasons there, he won Rookie of the Year. He was an all-star every season, and he led the Magic to their first NBA Finals. So in honor of all that, it feels like we need a little top-of-the-top Shaq moment Ooh. with the Magic Perk. It's a friendly reminder We're to the world. We're talking first about top posters because Shaq, he went head-to-head with some of the best defensive big in league history. Of course, I'm talking about Alonzo Mourning. HD. Oh. Oh. not HD, but the block is still, oh my goodness. Almost got his wrist broke. Woo. Oh. I mean, you gotta remember, I love these jerseys. That's what I was gonna say, the jerseys <laughs> are what those. take and, me back. And here. look, that was the skinny Shaq. I was about to say. <laughs> that was the skinny Shaq. I was about to say. Look at those. Okay, those twinkle toes. Yeah. Just twinkle toe. Well, and then after top posters, we need a little top of the top, just the one man fast break. Okay. Whoa, give me that. Woo. I mean, look at the big fella run. Okay. 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 That didn't impress Janae enough. What about this one? <laughs> what about this one? Oh, yes. This is another one. Me. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Come I, on now. I feel like this is an educational moment for the youth. <laughs> that we get an opportunity to see Shaq do these things. That is true. No real talk. <laughs> that is true, though. Well, and as the education continues, Perk, we need just the top of the top plane destruction. Oh, oh yes! Breaking backboard. the way the backboard stamps had to be made. Ah, Legit changed it. And that was effort. Uh, like, it, it wasn't like he was trying to do that. That's the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Bringing the house down. It, literally. I'm glad nobody got hurt. I know. That's the that's the square in me. I'm just, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man, the edge. Jack. Congratulations. We are so very happy for you. All right, coming up. Kendrick, are you ready? It's your time. It's time because Perk, he's in the mood for love. Maybe he's in the mood to talk about a Stephen LeBron here. All right, you're not going to believe who wants to team up his big list of batch bacon. That's coming up next. You know that I love you. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. NBA Today is presented by GoDaddy. Tools and support for every small business first. 
breaking news in Kansas City. Gunshots were fired at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Eight to ten people were injured. That's according to the Fire Department Battalion Chief Michael Hopkins. Kansas City police said two armed people were taken into custody for more investigation. NFL Live will continue our coverage at the top of the hour. It's something that you will take all in when you're done playing and be able to watch with your grandkids. James, what a pass to Russell. You know, I say that I played against one of the best players to ever play this game. Crossover beats him like a drum and ties the game. Every year that we get to do this, it's, it's insane. James falling away, it's up, got it. You look forward to the battles, but you also appreciate the mutual like respect. Respect factor off the charts. Oh, we keep going now, bro. Oh, okay. Two legends, two champions. And boy, do they battle here tonight. Hello, world. Or should I say happy Valentine's Day? Look, I know it's about the flowers. I know it's about the candy. But damn it, it's about matchmaking at times, too. And I got a special list on Valentine's Day. Big perks, big list of matchmaking. We're going to run through this quick. Bam! Because this don't last long. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to see Anthony Davis and Trey Young on the same team together? Wouldn't you love to see that pick and roll? Trey Young coming off, being able to score, throw a lob at the basket for Anthony Davis. I'm going at number four. Give it to me, Malika. Hurry up. Bam! There you go. How about Kawhi and KD? Hey, Wendy, correct me if I'm wrong. This almost happened. Sure got that right. all, It almost happened. So when smoke is fire, it still could be a possibility. Sinead, where you at? I'm it's throwing behind the back passes Valentine's too. Day, bam. Uh, oh. <laughs> what about this? What about this? Who says no? MB and John Morant. I mean, damn it, that would be magic in Memphis or in Philly, however you want to look at it. At number two, Wendy, give me some action right Look, here. I love you. Bam, baby, bam. <laughs> I love it. Wouldn't you love this? You talking about box office everywhere you go. You talking about every arena field. You talking about all the highlights in the world. This smile, this smile. I mean, just straight magic. Bam! Put it up there, number one. We've been Woo. talking about it all show long. LeBron okay. and Steph, baby. Look, but un under certain circumstances, it can't be Braun to go to state. They got to come to a mutual ground. That's going to do for us. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Hello, world. We love you.